Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Yud Tet. We will begin on Yud Tet Amur Aleph at the words Ela Amar Ravashi. Today's Daf is available. Anyone wants the Zehuda sponsor, please, please speak to Shimshon Binyamin. Until now, we were trying to defend Rav Oshia. Rav Oshia was the statement who said that no matter what, Zika is Kiknusa, which means that Rabbi Shimon, who disagrees, he would even disagree in the first statement. What does that mean, he'll agree even in the first statement? Even if Levi was born after Reuven died, you have three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, and Reuven and Shimon, Reuven dies without kids, his wife falls in front of Shimon, and then Shimon dies without kids, and it falls in front of Levi. That's basically what's going to happen. So the question is, when, when, did, when did these things occur? Levi was not born when Reuven was alive. We're telling you now that even if Levi was born after Mrs. Reuven was a widow, and before she remarried, still Rabbi Shimon will allow Levi to marry her as long as she ends up marrying Shimon before Levi does. That was the big Kiddush of Oshia that, that Rabbi Shimon argues on the Mishonah. And we were explaining the reason is because he holds z- that the Zika is Kiknusa, that when you're chained, it's like you're fully married. And the Gemara has to question it from the case of two brothers and two sisters, where it says that Rabbi Shimon is poter, both of them. Right? So how could it work out? Two, uh, uh, uh. So Amram had said, that only the second one is patur. We had three questions on that. So Rabbi is saying, no. Really the case is that they fell If they fall it's true that the first one could do ibum. And only the, so once you do ibum, the second one is patur. So the case where they're both patur is where both, the, both brothers died at the same time. Again, this case is a case of two brothers marrying two sisters. Two brothers marry two sisters. And then the two brothers die. Now, when Levi, we said that both of them are patur. When we're saying that both of them are patur, that's only when both brothers die at the exact same time. But it, because since they both died at the same time, so they both got, us, got um, chained together. But if the first one was chained first, then of course it's true that you can marry the first one because the first one there was no problem with and only the second one would be patur. That was how we got out of that problem, according to Rav Oshia. Again, Rav Oshia is the one who says that Rabbi Shimon will argue, even in the first case. But now we're switching to a brand new shita. We really should have started the class over here. Rav Papa, Amar, Rav Papa says, no, I disagree with Rav Oshia, Rabbi Oshia in the beginning. And he says, Rabbi Shimon. He says, Rabbi Shimon who allows the Yibum, 
he argues only, and he allows it only in the case of Shimon first marrying Mrs. Ruvain, and then Levi's born. So again, the case is Ruvain and Shimon are brothers. Ruvain marries Mrs. Ruvain. Shimon marries Mrs. Shimon. Levi is not born yet. He's still a fetus. Ruvain dies. Shimon marries Mrs. Ruvain, and then Levi's born. That's where Rabbi Shimon says that allow, he allows Levi to marry Mrs. Ruvain. Because when he was born, he found a mutar. But in the case where Levi was born, and then Shimon married Mrs. Ruvain, Lopali, he doesn't, doesn't argue. And since, he, since Levi was alive, and he saw Mrs. Ruvain while she was a widow, he agrees that it's Asur. They're both needed according to Rabbanan. Which means, the reason why we need both Mishnayot is only for the Rabbanan. It's not, it's not like Rav Oshia. According to Rav Oshia, there was one, the, the ratio was coming to teach about, about one of the rabbis, the other one was teaching about Rishimon. No, here we need them both for Rabbanan. And we're just telling you two cases where the, where, uh, the second one is a bigger chidush, and that's all we're saying. Tanya Kavatedra Papa. We have a brighter that supports her papa, who's the one who says that, who, that Rabbi Shimon agrees that if Levi sees Mrs. Shimon as a widow, there is no Yibum. We have a question on Rabbi This brighter is going to be a proof that as long as Levi sees Mrs. Ruvain as a widow, he's Asur with her. So what's the brighter? It says the following. Two brothers in the world together. Shimon and Le- Reuven and Shimon in the world together. And then Reuven dies below Vlad without kids. And Shimon is about to do Ma'amar. To Mrs. Reuven. And before he gets to Ma'amar, Levi is born. So Levi does see Mrs. Reuven. Umet, Umet, and then Shimon dies after he does Ma'amar. Harishona, Mrs. Ruvain, Yatsa, Mishum Mrs. Ruvain is Bator. She's Eshan Yishlo Everyone will agree with that because it's only Ma'amar done anyway. And the second one either does Chalitza or Yibum. You could even do Yibum on the second one, on Mrs. Shimon. Because she, because Levi was with Shimon. Good. Asaba Mamar, if he actually did Mamar, that's another case where Shimon actually did Mamar and Mrs. Ruben. Levi, then Levi was born. In that case where Mamar was done, in any case, whether it was before or after him, um, the first one goes out. You know, you don't doesn't need yibum or chalitza because she, because when Levi was born, either she was mimered, or and mimer is only Lebanon, so therefore she's still uh, biblically not married, 
or she was a regular Mrs. Mrs. Ruvain. And either way, Levi cannot marry her, and she's beat from her. Right? And the second one does Chalitza which is Mrs. Shimon could do Chalitza and not Yibum. She can't do Yibum because since Mimer was done, we won't allow Midrabanan, we won't allow him to do Yibum because we're afraid that maybe Mimer might work. That's according to Tanakama. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Biata o Chalitza Shelachat Behem, Poteret Salata. Rabbi Shimon says, that if Shimon did Ma'amar, in the case that we just said, and then he dies, then Levi having relations, or Chalitza to one of them, Potez the other one. From Yibum and Chalitza. Now, it can't be both of them. It has to be that when Levi marries it's only referring when it says shalachat mehem, one of them. He means one of them particularly, one particular one, which means Mr. Shimon. Basically, what he's saying, Rabbi Shimon is saying, is that by doing bi'a ochalitza to Mr. Shimon, Levi's gone. Uh, Mrs. Ruvain is doesn't need anything now. Why? Because Mrs. Ruvain is eshalim shalavah and because Levi wasn't around with when Ruvain was alive, and when it comes to when it comes to Mrs. Shimon, if he did bi'ah or chalitza, so then he broke any connection to Mrs. Shimon because either she's his wife or she's a chalitza, and that that also breaks the connection to Mrs. Ruvain. Chalatz balat If he did chalitza to Mrs. Ruvain, that doesn't help Mrs. Shimon because we said it might not be a connection. Kinsa if. He married her, which means if Shimon fully married Mrs. Ruvain, and then Ach Levi was born after he married her fully, or Levi was born, and then after Levi was born, how are you? He, he married her, they both patur from Chalitza and Yibum. Welcome, Victor. Okay. Kinsa vinoladoach. Let's say Shimon married Sarah, which so Mrs. Ruvain, and then Noladoach, and then he had Levi. Right? And then he died. According to a mayor, even if he married fully, they're patur. Okay, we're talking of a case, Victor, where you have Ruben, Shimon, and Levi. Very simple case. Levi is born. He wasn't born with Ruben. Okay? Ruben died without kids. I'm going to go back a drop. Kinsa. I'll go back to the case of Kinsa. We're in a brighter now. So the brighter is saying, that let's say Ruvain dies and Shimon marries Mrs. Ruvain. 
and then he dies our kids, and then Levi is born. Okay. And you don't need anything, right? Yeah. Okay. That's for sure, right? Because if he died before Levi was born, then they should be for both of them. Or, Nolad Loach, and then he married her. If Levi is born and then he fully married her, and then, then he dies, so then they're both patur from Chalitza Why? Because why? If he fully married her, if Shimon fully marries Mrs. Reuven, okay, and then Shimon, right? Shimon, no, let's say Levi is born, and then he, Shimon fully marries Mrs. Reuven. So now Levi is born, and Mrs. Reuven is now Eshachim Shalalavah. Okay? Now, now Shimon dies, and Mrs. Reuven is Eshachim Shalalavah, because he was around when she was, she was there, right? Yeah. And Mrs. Shimon is the co-wife of Eshachim Shalalavah, so she's about to her too. Okay. Okay. If he first marries her, if Shimon first marries Mrs. Rubin, and then Levi's born, okay, and then he dies, right? And Shimon dies with their kids. Okay. They're both Patur. Correct. Why are they both Patur? Salah, Mrs. Rubin, Patur, because Eshachim is born, and Rivka, because she's the co wife. That's her mayor. Rabbi Shimon says, no. Disagrees. He says, since, he, since when Levi was born, he found her as Mrs. Shimon, even though she was originally Mrs. Ruvain, I never saw you as Mrs. Ruvain. So Rabbi Shimon says, she, was, she wasn't even one hour I can marry either one. I can do either one. According to Bishimon, you can marry either one. According to the mayor, no, we, we recognize that she was always while she's the question is while she's married to Shimon, do we recognize that she's Mrs. Ruvain and say that therefore everyone's Patur? Or do we not? We say that since Levi is born when she was Mrs. Shimon, we just look we just look her as Mrs. Shimon. Again, same case. In this case, he marries her. Okay. Is it with all, how many brothers are there? Two brothers? It, it, it's again, it's, it's, it's the, always three brothers, right? Ruvain is dead. Levi wasn't born. Okay. Shimon marries Mrs. Ruvain, and then Levi's born. Okay. So now, since Levi is born and she's already Mrs. Okay. Shimon, there's a machloket. Over here, Rabbi Shimon, don't confuse him with the, okay. with the Shimon of the case. Rabbi Shimon says, not like her mayor. Remeir says they're both patur, because we still recognize that she's Mrs. Rubin. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Shimon is the co-wife of Mrs. Rubin. Mrs. Rubin is Eshachim Shlaya and therefore Levi is patur for both of them. Okay. Rabbi Shimon says, no, since Levi is born while she's Mrs. Shimon, and he never saw her as ever as the widow of Mrs. Rubin, because he never was alive at that point, when he was alive, she's already Mrs. Shimon, therefore he can marry either one. Okay? Now, that, that is... The brighter, very long brighter. Yeah. It says the Gemara, "Hi, Baba the Sefer." This case of the Sefer, right? Okay. 
that if Shimon married Sarah and then Levi was born, they're both patur, Laman Ketanila. Who would you come to teach me? Either Ketanila, if we come to teach Rameir to tell you that you're patur from Chalitza and Yibum, Mechli, let's see. Lo Shanila Rameir ben Yibum, he doesn't care. Rameir never makes a difference between the case of the guy married first and then or married afterwards. You could have mixed it up together. It could have said, you, why would it have to say second, all these different cases, which can, we said, you married first, and then you had the, the, you had this, or you, you, you had Ach, and then it's about two. Either way, it's all the same. So the fact that you set, made separate cases about married first and then had a brother, or or the other case where the, the brother's born, then the kids are, why do you have to mention all these cases for? El Allah, Rabbi Shimon, you must have said it for Rabbi Shimon. So you see that they argue only on this last case of Yibam Vachaknolad, where the guy had where Shimon married and then Levi was born. That's the case where he argues. So I bring your proof against Rav Oshia from this Brita that they only argue in the case where where they did first Yibum, Shimon first did Yibum and then Levi was born. That's the only argument case. Against Rav Oshia, like her papa. Okay, let's now. Once we mention this brayta, we're going to go clarify about it. Amamor, we mentioned the brayta. Amada sheni lasot mamar v'limto. What about the mamar case? Mamar is only when you do kedushin, right? Yeah. We have a new case. Ruvain dies without kids. Shimon gets. We had a case in the beginning of the brayta. You weren't here for this, but Shimon got up to do mamar, and he didn't get to do mamar before Levi was born. That's a funny case. He got up to do mamar. But he didn't do Maimar, then Levi was born. So then what did he do exactly? What do you mean he got up? What did he do? So says the Gemara. The bright dad said in this case, Rishona, Mrs. Shimon, goes out, she's because he didn't do anything to her. Okay, that's what he said. Now says the Gemara. My Ahmad, what does it mean he got up? My Lord speak, what does it mean he didn't get a chance to do it? If he did it, he did it. If he loved, he loved it. If he didn't do it, what are you saying? He got up. What's got up? So it's a funny language, right? Yeah, I mean, Good. So the wants to say, no, you know what it means like this. Ela, amad midata, We're telling you that the guy did ma'amar when she didn't want. Amad means, he, wa- he got up means, he got up to convince her to do ma'amar with him. Okay. And he couldn't convince her. She didn't want to do ma'amar with him. She didn't want to deal, deal with him anymore. She didn't want to marry him. And he did it against her will. He, meaning he slammed the, the, the ring into hands out of him and she didn't want. She said, no. She threw it. Correct. And this is not like Rebbe. Because Rebbe says, Rebbe holds that ma'amar works against your will. Our Mishnah says Mamar does not work against you well. So the way we said it, when we said that he got up to do Mamar and didn't do Mamar, it's telling you that, that we're coming to teach you that when you, you don't have her, her agreement, it's not Mamar. And we're coming to go against Rebbe because Rebbe says it does work Mamar against her will.
So that's what we're coming to teach you with those words. You with us? Good. So it says, my time on the Rebbe. Why does Rebbe say that, that it works against the will? Our mission says it doesn't. But why does Rebbe say it does? Says the Gemara. Gamar We learn from you tell Right there. Right there. Yeah. We learn from the case of Biya by Yevama. Why? Because by Yevama, when it, when a guy wants to have relations with her and do Yivama that works even against her will. Right. So since that works even against her will. But Rebbe says, since Ma'amar is a rabbinic way to connect to Yibum. So just like Yibum works against the will, so should Ma'amar. Right? Wow. Rabbanan say, no, Gamim Kedushin Dalma. Rabbanan say, no, it looks more like a Kedushin. Right? Well, a Kedushin, a regular marriage, is always only works with, with her will. And therefore, just like Kedushin works with will, and this, you give yes, it's Yivama, but you're giving her a Kedushin, so that has to work like a Kedushin. Just like Kedushin, you need her agreement, so to this you need her agreement. Yeah, that's the Rabbanan's way of looking. Why? That's why it doesn't work. Because it's like, a, on, the one, on the one hand, it's like a Kedushin. On the other hand, it's two Yivama, so it should be like Yivama. Okay. So there's a reason for Rabbi Rebbe Rabbanan. You with us? I don't know why he forcefully, but... I... Again, well, there's a case. The guy shouldn't do that, but the guy did it. Right? So, Bayivama Midoraita works. Okay. Now we know. So, if, do, if he did Bia to Yivama, it works against the will. Okay. Very bad thing to do, but it works. Uh-huh. Okay? Now, by regular Kiddushin on a regular girl, it for sure doesn't work. Okay. okay. Now, our question is this Ma'amar on Yivama. Do we say, oh, it's a Kiddushin type thing, so it shouldn't work? Or do we say, oh, but she's Yivama, and Yivama always works against her will, so therefore, this should work too? That's the machlok. Okay? But my kabifli, what's the argument? One rabbi says, learn Yivama from Yivama. More so, other rabbis say, learn Kedushin from Kedushin. Okay, good. Then the bride continues and says, Asaba Mamar, let's say Shimon did Mamar. Okay? And then Levi was born. So now Levi's born and she's in limbo. Midoraita, she's not married because it's only Mamar. Midorabanan, you are married because Levi's born and she already took a ring. Okay? Or, that's case one. Or case two. Levi's born and she's Mrs. Ruben. And then Shimon gave her a ring. And he died after the ring without marrying her. Rishona, Mrs. Ruvain, Yatsa Mishum Eshachim Shalom is Patur, because she's Eshachim Shalom in both cases. She's Mrs. Ru- when When Levi is born, she's still Mrs. Ruvain, because only Maimar was done, no Yibum. Okay. okay. Ushnia and Mrs. Shimon, Choletzlo could only do Chalitza and not Yibum. According to Tanakama. In both cases. In both cases. She could only do Chalitza and not Yibum. Why? Because. This is the co-wife. Right. This, is the, this is Shimon's wife. Shimon's wife. Shim, Mrs. Shimon needs Chalitza. Why does she need Chalitza? Because when, when Levi was alive, she was Mrs. Shimon. Mm. Right? She can't do Yibum because maybe the Maimer worked and then she'd be the co-wife of Mrs. Ruvain. You with us or no? Yeah, he was born while she... she the... While there was just a Kedushin, so therefore... 
That's why she don't use chalitza. Good. That's according to the Kama. Rabbi Shimon disagrees. He says that now we don't know which case he's talking about. We're talking about which case Shimon? But he's saying that if if he has relations or chalitza to one of them, it makes the other one patur. And we're assuming he's talking about Mr. Shimon. So if he, if he does rela- relations, or Chalitza Mr. Shimon, the other one's Patur. Now, Reb Shimon Ahaikai, which case he's talking about? Is he talking about that Levi was born first, and then the Maimar happened, or Maimar, then Levi born? That's, a, that's the question. Okay, we're going to clarify. There was two cases. Hamart, you already said, Nolad Basof Yibem, Lo Shimon. I thought you said that if... He was born, and then he did Yibum. Rabbi Shimon agrees that, you, that, that you're patur, right? We're talking about the case of Maimar and then Nolad. So it must be talking about the case where, the, where Shimon did Ma'amar to Mrs. Ruvain, and then Levi's born. So when he's born, he found her in Maimar, in, in, in limbo zone, Okay. So if so, when it says later on in the Brayta, Chalat the Balata, Mama Lonef to Ratzara, if he says that he did Chalitza to Mrs. Ruvain, there's no, there's no, doesn't help Mr. Shimon. My Tama, why not? Because Rabbi Shimon says that because Mrs. Shimon is for sure his, because Mrs. Shimon is for sure his ibum. She's Chayav and Yibum. And the Ba'at Ma'amar and Mrs. Rubain, who got Ma'amar, is a Safek. And the Safek can't help Vadai. That's why later on in the Brighton, when it says that if Levi does Chalitza to Mrs. Rubain, right? But Levi has two, okay. two ladies. If he chooses to go Chalitza to Mrs. Rubain, that doesn't help Mrs. Shimon at all. Because because Mrs. Ruben might not have been married. It's only Midrabanan. And therefore, whatever you did to her doesn't take away. You, you, doesn't, take, doesn't give her the. Doesn't give Mrs. Shimon any, any leeway. Mm-hmm. Good. Now let's clarify the Machloket. Yativa Menashe Bazvid Kamei Huna. This rabbi was saying, Yativa Kamei was saying, My time what's Rishimon's reason? Why he allows Mrs. Ruvain to Levi after Shimon married her and died. So he says, My time is Shimon. He said the reason. Since Levi came to the world and he found her allowed, she was never asked with him. So Moses says, No, the other, other question was the question. Why, what's the Rabbanan's reason why they say that you still patur if. if, if if Levi was born when she was Mrs. Shimon, why doesn't the Rabbanan agree that she should be mutar? What's the reason why the Rabbanan... No, before the Maimar case. In a regular case, without Maimar. Levi, Levi's born and she's Mrs. Shimon already. But she was Mrs. Ruben. She was born before... He, she, he wasn't born when she was getting married. I mean... But the bottom line is, but since, but since he found her as Mrs. Shimon, why isn't allowed... When I was born, she was already Mrs. Shimon. I don't remember her ever being the widow of Ruvain. 
Why are you making your asur on me? That's the question. Okay. Amar Krav, my answer is the Pasuk says, Vilakha Liisha. You should take her for a wife. Viyama and you marry her. So it says two things. Take her for a wife and marry her. So you see that after you took her for a wife, she's still called Yevama. And therefore, after Shimon marries Mrs. Ruvain, she's still Mrs. Ruvain. And that's why when Levi's born, the Chachamim disagree with Shimon, and they say that you're not allowed to marry her. Because it says, you take her for a wife, and you marry and you do Yevama, and you do Yibum. Wait, I took her for a wife already. Why is it called Yibum? You see that she's still called Yevama afterwards. And that's... And therefore, she's still called Mrs. Ruvain, and that's why uh, Rabbi Nan disagreed with Mishimon. Did you do on her? On who? On Mrs. Ruvain. According to Rabbi Nan, you don't need. Okay. El this that we learned in the Mishnah, Kinsa, if you, if he's born. Oh, it says in the Mishnah later on that if you marry her, if Shimon marries her, he's his wife for everything, right? We learn from here, top of Chafamunalf, that you divorce her with a get. Right? You can remarry her. She's like a regular wife. So if Shimon marries Mrs. Ruben, he's his wife. Mrs. Rubin is his wife for everything. So, so much so that if he wants to divorce her, you know, she doesn't need chalitza. She doesn't need a get like a regular girl. And if you want to remarry her, go ahead. Like a regular girl, you want to remarry her. Okay? So we're asking a question. Wait a second. I thought you said she's still Yevama. If she's still Because we said, You take her for a wife and you do your booms. You told, you, told, you Rabbanan, say that she's still Mrs. Rubin. If she's still Mrs. Ruvain, I should not be able to remarry her, and I should need Chalitza. Why do we say need a get and you can remarry her? You with me? Yeah. I am. says, Hatam, Nami, Lema, Over there says, Take her for a wife. If so, Hakanami here too. Hakatib Rakhimah says that he married her. Umarait, why do you want to why do you want to learn that Vlakha is to allow her without Khalitza and Yibma is to say Ishka Shalvamo? Maybe we should switch it. Maybe you should say that Ishra Rahim Shalohaya Baulamo is mutar and learn that from Vilakha and learn the other one from Yibma. Mestabra. Shadi hetera hetera. Shadi isura isura. Which means, when we say that you, it's your wife for everything, we learn that about the eshet achshayabimum. And to allow her without chalitza, right? After divorce, which is isura isura. Beautiful. Now the one says, "Well, Rabbi Shimon, what about according to Rabbi Shimon?" So Rabbi Shimon, who's the one who allows 
uh, Mrs. Shimon, right? Elimat, if so, Achotom Imo. What about the case of a sister from the mother? Okay. Sister. You have Mrs. Ruvain is the wife of Shimon from the mother. Who, right? Right, so let's say. No. Ruvain and Shimon are brothers from the father. And Shimon's mom, who's not Ruben's mom, was previously married to Mr. X and had a sister and had a girl. And that girl married Ruben because it wasn't his mom's daughter and not his father's daughter. Okay? So Mr. X and, and, and Shimon's mom. Okay? And... So, so basically, she married Ruben, this girl, Shimon's sister married Ruben, and then Shimon was born. And then they met, and then Ruben dies. Should we say in that case also it should be alive? Are you going to say that Shimon could marry Sarah because he found her as his brother's wife? Could he marry his sister? Since when he was born, if you said, the same way you said, Rabbi Shimon, the same way you said that when Levi is born and he finds her as Mrs. Shimon, he can marry her. Why don't we say that if Shimon is born and he found that his older sister from a different, from a different father is married to his brother and now when his brother dies, he should be able to marry his sister because I never saw you as a, as, as a single girl. Since I was never alive when you were a single girl, maybe I should be able to marry your sister? You understand the question? The same way when, when, when Shimon had married Ruvain's wife, right? You told me, well, we don't see anything before I was married. We don't see that. Since I was born when you were Mrs. Shimon, I can marry you, right? Yeah. Same thing here. Since I was born, when I was born, my sister was already Mrs. Shimon. And now Shimon dies with our kids. Let me marry her. It's the same logic. On Ramadan, we don't ask this question. But Rabbi Shimon, who's the guy who's, who's the rabbi who always says, we only see the way she is when you're born. Okay. What about this case? You hear the question? I'm a little confused who's the person. Look, it's Levi. Okay? Levi? Okay. Yeah. Here, there's no Levi. In this, this new case, there's no Levi. It's Ruvain and Shimon. Okay? Ruvain has his... The same father as Shimon, and a different mother. Different mother. Okay, okay. so Ruben's mother's out. Shimon was not born yet. Okay, his mother was previously married before she married Shimon's Ruben's father. She was married to X and had a girl. Okay. Okay. Then she married the father. Okay. okay. Now then, Ruben marries his stepmom's daughter. Okay. Okay. Then, Levi's born. Okay. 
No, then Shimon's born. Shimon's born from the father and the mother. Okay. okay. Now, basically, his sister is married to his brother. Okay. But he, he, when he was born, they were already married. Okay. So when he was born, she was his sister-in-law. He, he, she was never his s- single sister. Because when he was born, she was already a married sister. Okay. Good. So are you going to say that when Ruven dies, he can marry her? No. <laughs> no. So why not? I thought you said when we only look at what happens when you're married? According to you, according to Rabbi, no problem. According to you, Rabbi Shimon, you're, you're Mr. We don't see that she was Mrs. Ruvain. So here too, we shouldn't see that she was your sister. Mm-hmm. You following the logic? Okay. So it says the Gemara. No, that's not allowed. Why? You know why? You're going to say, well, where does, this, where does the Isur of sister go away to? How could that go away? She was a sister, she stays a sister. Okay, that's what you're going to say. Good. So, Hachanami, here too. Isur Achiv, Let's ask her, Shimon. So, so too, she was Mrs. Reuven. Where does that Isur go to also? The same way you said, where is the sister Isur going to go away to? So, where is the Isur of Mrs. Reuven going to go away to? Okay. He says, no. Don't compare the Isur of your brother's wife, which has a heter with the womb, to the Isur of sister that has no heter. Right? Isur of a sister never goes away, ever. But we know that the Isur of brother's wife sometimes goes away when there's a Yibum situation. And therefore, don't compare. Got it? That's how Rishon will answer back. Okay? We're up to the Mishnah. We'll stop over here. Amen.